Welcome to Bible Chapter Every Day. I'm Matthew. Our chapter today is Genesis 7. Let's ask God to bless our time today. Heavenly Father, we thank you for this story to explain to us how you accomplish your purpose and you take care of your people. We pray that we would be your people and that you would guard us and keep us. We ask you this through Jesus. Amen. Genesis 7 Then Yahweh said to Noah, Go, you and all your household, into the ark, for I have seen you are righteous before me in this generation. From all the clean animals you must take for yourself seven pairs, a male and its mate, and from the animals that are not clean you must take two, a male and its mate, as well as from the birds of heaven, seven pairs, male and female, to keep their kind alive on the face of all the earth. For within seven days I will send rain upon the earth for forty days and forty nights, and I will blot out all the living creatures that I have made from upon the face of the ground. And Noah did according to all that Yahweh commanded him. Noah was six hundred years old when the floodwaters came upon the earth. And Noah, and his sons, and his wife, and the wives of his sons with him, went into the ark because of the waters of the flood, of clean animals, and of animals which are not clean, and of the birds, and everything that creeps upon the ground, two of each went to Noah into the ark, male and female, as God had commanded Noah. And it happened that after seven days the waters of the flood came over the earth. In the six hundredth year of the life of Noah, In the second month, on the seventeenth day of the month, on that day all the springs of the great deep were split open, and the windows of heaven were opened, and the rain came upon the earth forty days and forty nights. On this same day Noah, Shem, Ham, and Japheth, the sons of Noah, and the wife of Noah, and the three wives of his sons with them, went into the ark, they and all the living creatures according to their kind, and all the domesticated animals according to their kind, and all the creatures that creep upon the earth according to their kind, all the birds according to their kind, every winged creature. And they came to Noah, to the ark, two of each, from every living thing in which was the breath of life. And those that came, male and female, of every living thing, came as God had commanded him. And Yahweh shut the door behind him, And the flood came forty days on the earth, and the waters increased, and lifted the ark, and it rose up from the earth, and the waters prevailed and increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark went upon the surface of the waters, and the waters prevailed overwhelmingly upon the earth, and they covered all the high mountains which were under the entire heaven. The waters swelled fifteen cubits above the mountains, covering them, and every living thing that moved on the earth perished, the birds, and the domesticated animals, and the wild animals, and everything that swarmed on the earth, and all humankind, everything in whose nostrils was the breath of life, among all that was on dry land, died. And he blotted out every living thing upon the surface of the ground, from humankind, to animals, to creeping things, and to the birds of heaven, they were blotted out from the earth. Only Noah and those who were with him in the ark remained, and the waters prevailed over the earth one hundred and fifty days.
Well, that's the reading. Let's dig in. In chapter 6, God decided to destroy the earth with a flood and to save Noah. So God commanded Noah to build an ark, and Noah did what God said. So now God tells Noah it is time to get into the ark, and we learn that it was two of each animal, except the clean animals. There are seven pairs of those. This is the first time we learn about clean versus unclean animals in the Bible. Later in the Law of Moses, God would specify rules for exactly which animals are clean and unclean. But apparently Noah already knew, or God told him the rules here to determine which animals were clean versus unclean, to know how many of each to take into the ark. God gives Noah seven days to load the ark, so I assume that Noah had already loaded most of the food because he probably wouldn't have had time to load the food and the animals in seven days. And again, we read that Noah did all that Yahweh commanded him. Noah was 600 when he went into the ark. We read earlier that he was 500 when he had his three sons. I'm not sure that they were triplets, or maybe he was 500 when the first was born and the other two were born within a few years. In any case, Noah's sons would be about a hundred when the flood came, and God shut the door. All throughout this story, we see that it is God saving Noah. Noah wouldn't have known when to get into the ark without God telling him, and God shuts the door. Those inside are saved, those outside perish. So we had seven days, and then we have forty days of waters increasing with rain from above and water coming up from beneath. I've read that scientists think that there is more water stored in the Earth's crust than there is in the ocean. So the ark floated, and the water kept rising until it covered the mountains, and everything that had breath died. Then the water stayed on the Earth for 150 days. And now for a deeper dive. There are several interesting literary things going on in this story. One thing is that God is returning the world to its pre-creation state of just water. So, then God will basically recreate the earth. Another interesting thing is these numbers. There is seven, which we know is a significant number in the Bible. Then there is forty. Forty is associated with testing in the Bible. Hard testing that removes the wicked and only the righteous get through. Later on, the children of Israel wander in the wilderness for forty years and most of them die. After Jesus is baptized, he is compelled by the Spirit to go into the wilderness for 40 days, and he fasts for that time, and is tested by the devil, and he passes that test. Another interesting thing is this progression of numbers, 7, 40, 150. We will see these numbers reversed in the next chapter as the flood recedes, 150, 40, 7. So this is a chiasmus. This is a literary technique where you have the same things repeated in reverse order. When scholars break this down, they will explain it as A on the one side, and then A prime on the second side, B on the first side, and then B prime on the second side, etc. Often, in a chiastic structure, the focus is on the middle of the chiasm, which we will get into in the next chapter, but I'll give you the preview. God remembered Noah. So, who is the main character in this story? While we might be tempted to say Noah, like the rest of the Bible, the main character is God. God saved Noah. And God can save us as well. Scripture quotations are from the Lexham English Bible. Copyright 2012, Logos Bible Software. Lexham is a registered trademark. 
of Logos Bible Software.